All right, Reese, tell them welcome to... It's okay, sweetheart. solo episode wait cut i need to do my name we'll just say this is Eva. cut no just no no just say this is Eva. hey 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 welcome back to it's okay sweetheart i'm eva and i'm gonna be doing my solo episode today we all know kenzie runs a show around here so strap in for an awkward <laughs> episode no <laughs> um so let me just start with some updates We've been trying to look at houses to buy, and I honestly do not understand the process at all, but we went and looked at a cute little townhouse down in Santa Quinn. What? Yeah, Santa Quinn. Um, They're like these new ones that they're building down there, and they're super cute, but I don't understand the process. We like signed some papers, but we're not sure exactly what's happening, so hopefully we'll get it, but we'll see. Um, what else has been happening? I kind of already gave some of my updates in another episode, but I'm just still working at the hospital. I'm almost done with my third semester in nursing school, which I'm super excited about to be done. Except for they're changing the NCLEX. I don't know if anyone's in nursing school, but they're changing the NCLEX starting January to like a different all multiple choice or something like that. I had to take practice questions when I was, when I did my LPN NCLEX and it was super hard. So that'll be super interesting. Um, one product that I've been using lately that I've been loving is Function of Beauty, like the shampoo and conditioner. I feel like it's on What We Said podcast. Like they used to talk about it all the time, but I saw it at Target and they have different kinds. Like you can pick it for straight hair, for wavy hair, curly hair. And they also have leave-in conditioner. And I feel like it all smells super good. But it does make my hair feel super soft. And I used to have tons of flyaways. Like in my part line, I had tons of flyaways. But they're going away. Shout out to you, Function of Beauty. Um, let's see. Another thing I've been doing, because when I went to Vegas with Kenzie, she smothers her face in Aquaphor. So I've been doing that every night. My skin feels very good. I, when I was younger, I would freak out if I had any pimples at all. And it was junior high. I started to get all these little bumps on my forehead. So what did I do? I would soak toilet paper and alcohol. And then I would put it on my forehead. Sometimes I would use like a headband to like hold it onto my forehead and it did not get rid of my acne, so then I got on proactive, or, yeah, I think that's what it was called, like the acne medicine, and my whole face swelled up, swelled up, swelled up, and yeah, that was not fun, so that was in junior high, but that's why I'm loving Aquaphor, because I feel like my face, I don't even really need to put anything on it during the day, if I just put that on at night, it takes care of everything, um, I was going to do my solo episode a little bit different than Kenzie did it. I'm just going to kind of do it from the day I was born to now. <laughs> um, but from the first episode, you guys probably realized I don't remember a lot from my childhood. 
I just feel like I was so young when everything was going on. So I, I don't know if I blocked it out or if I just don't have that good a memory. Because I'll remember stuff when we talk about it. It will come back to me. But the only big thing that I remember from when I was like little, little is just always being with my dad. I would like always want to ride dirt bikes with him, work on anything that he was doing. I would dress like him, like wear all of his clothes. I just always was doing everything he was doing, which was probably kind of annoying for him, but I was always right by his side. And that was honestly so fun. There's like pictures of us on his dirt bike and we're like 10 feet in the air. And I was probably four, like so young. I don't know how I didn't smack my face on the handlebars or anything like that. But um, I feel like that did cause a little bit of trauma when everything happened, like to my marriage. But gosh, there's a freaking fly. <laughs> okay, it's annoying. Kenzie's house is filthy. <laughs> just kidding. There's just a fly. It's very clean, but there is a fly. <laughs> don't know why there's a fly but it is in here and it's freaking me out there's a fly everybody (laughs) um but yeah so that did cause a little trauma we'll get into that a little bit later but I love my dad and I feel like I always have ever since I was very little wanted to be just like him um and I feel like he also kind of got me into like sports well, I don't know if it's him or my mom, but like they always t- like made sure we were doing sports, snowboarding, wakeboarding, boating, doing everything like that. So I feel like the memories I do have of my childhood are pretty good. Like I remember always going boating, tubing. We always got season passes to Snow Basin. I don't know how they pulled that off, but we always had like all of us had Snow Basin passes which was super fun. So we like started out skiing and then we learned how to snowboard. So that's what we do now. But we, my parents bought a boat when they were first married. So we just had like kind of an older boat, but we had so much fun on it. We would just always go to Pineview. Little trauma there too, because Kenzie and Holden would always tell me a tiger muskie was about to bite me and I would start crying. (laughs) I was kind of a baby, but it's also kind of scary when you're young and your siblings tease you about stuff like that. But karma, because I tease Reese and have <laughs> caused her a little trauma. <laughs> Just kidding. Not kidding. Um, but yeah, so we I feel like we're always outdoors. That's what I like to do now is just always be outdoors. Um, I played on a comp soccer team, La Roca, for a little bit, which was super fun. But it also was very time consuming especially since it was like a travel team so we would travel around and that was super fun I feel like that's something like a lot of people don't know about me just because I had to quit when I was kind of younger but yeah we would like travel to California St. George and I met a lot of people that were super cool and super fun it was way fun to do it but it sucked because like all I wanted to do after school was take a nap and couldn't do it had to go to soccer practice and it was also hard, too, because that's, like, w- the time things were getting kind of rocky with my parents. Like, um, my mom had to start working again, so my friend's mom would always have to pick me up and take me to soccer practice. And, I don't know, it just kind of makes you feel awkward when people have to do stuff for you. You, you can't do it for yourself, so that was kind of hard. But then I also started to get into, like, volleyball 
in junior high, which was so fun. I love volleyball and it's probably my favorite sport just because it's, I don't know, it was so fun. Um, and so I played on the junior high team at Fairfield and it was way fun. I also met tons of friends on that team and my friends were a year older than me. So that's kind of what made me want to play in high school when I was a ninth grader. So that's what started all that. And that's kind of why I had to sit out of sports my sophomore year in high school. But it was super fun. It was way stressful. And I feel like when I did play in high school, it kind of made me want to stop playing because the coaches were so hard on me, it felt like. And they almost made it feel like it was more of like a chore than it was an actual sport. Like it was not enjoyable for me that year and I just remember one time I like didn't I like shanked a ball and my coach pulled me to the side and just started spiking balls like as hard as he could at me and they were just like flying past me and I was like trying to get them and I was in ninth grade so it was like super intimidating because all these all the everyone was older than me but I just remember in that moment I was like this is miserable I don't know why I'm putting myself through this it's not even fun anymore So that's also kind of why I didn't even care to try out my junior year, even though I wish I would have way bad, but that kind of caused that. And I feel like maybe sixth grade, but also in junior high is when I started to worry a lot. It's like when I started to get, I think it might've been sixth grade, but like when I had to do like the OCD things, my dad would have to fan my sheets a ton and I would have to like touch things a certain time. I literally felt like monk, like having to touch every pole. I don't know why, but it was really bad at like the end of elementary and all throughout junior high. I just had like these weird things. I had to do my mascara so thick and I would have to put it on. So like I would have tweezers and I would tweeze two eyelashes together to make them thicker it was so bad and I had the magnifying mirror to make it bigger and I would only use a certain mascara so if my mom didn't buy it to me I would freak out I was a baby but yeah I had I feel like that was just the things I could control was like my makeup which I did so bad luckily my sister got me into eyelash extensions but that was so bad my hair I would spray so much hairspray in it that I could have a mohawk to put my ponytail and it had to be perfect or else I would redo it. So it took me like 20 tries to get it done. Um, but yeah, so I had those weird OCD things just trying to get stuff done. Um, and I, we talked about this or I talked about this in like an, in my like advice I'd give to my younger self, But I, all throughout junior high, I just felt like I wasn't really worth it. I struggled with, like, feeling loved. (coughs) Wow. (laughs) Not about to cry, but I just had something in my throat. (coughs) But I felt, like, I didn't feel loved by anyone, really, I feel like. I just kind of, I wasn't, like, angry or anything, but I was just, like, not really happy. Um, And I felt like no one was going to ever love me. And in junior high, you shouldn't really be thinking about, like, marriage and stuff. But since I saw it fail in front of my eyes, I thought about it a lot and was 
just thinking that I would never find someone who would love me and that if I did get married, I would get divorced because it like runs in the family. Um, but luckily that all goes away. All those feelings go away, but that was really hard. Like I had no confidence and I struggled with like boys. I feel like just not feeling loved and I had guy friends and I had like a really good guy friend, but I, I don't know. It's just different. You just don't feel like anyone's ever going to love you. Um, but yeah, luckily that got away, went away in junior high. I feel like I was just more focused on my friends. I was a little bit not rebellious, but I would just do whatever I wanted. And we were all in a choir class together and we had water marbles is what we call them. Like those little beads you put in water and they grow. And so I had a whole water bottle of them. So we were like passing them down the row and everyone would have them and we'd throw it at our teacher. Like so rude. We'd throw it at our teacher and then we'd like hide under the piano. Like we just did whatever we wanted. And she would always send us to like in-school suspension for the class and like give you a U and stuff. And then I, me and my friends, we had a locker. Then we had a locker next to ours that you could just kick open and it it was no one's locker. It had nothing in it. So we went to PetSmart and got fish. We got like a bunch of goldfish and put them in there in like our locker. So it was like our school pet. Anyways, it was, we were going on spring break. And so we just decided to keep them there. Just put like a lot of fish food in there. So we just left them in our locker. And when we come back, they were all just floating. It smelled so bad. They were all like, what is it bloated too like if you touched them it felt like they were gonna pop so they're all super bloated and what do we decide to do with them throw them we put one in the drinking fountain we like threw one down the hallway I don't even know why I feel like this is all so messed up and then there was these boys that we didn't like hate but we just didn't like I guess and we put them under the lip of the locker so you can't see it, but we, their locker was a kick open locker. So you just kicked it open. So yeah, we put it under the lip and then like a week goes by and the whole hallway smells so bad and everyone's confused on what it is. And then the next day, like a week later, I see him in the school office getting Febreze and I guess he found it or found out that we did it or something. And so after I see him get the Febreze, I get called down to the principal's office and he suspends me. But he was like laughing way hard. He was like trying to tell my mom what happened, but he was trying so hard not to laugh. And luckily my mom's pretty nice about stuff like this. Like she was laughing way hard. She's like, that's my daughter. But yeah, so then I got suspended and I go home. I'm tired. I get ready to go in bed. And my mom told Holden and Kinsey, like, what happened. They're like, yeah, Eva got suspended for putting dead fish in, like, someone's locker. So they go and grab, like, probably 30 fish, a bag of crickets, and they poured. So I walk into my room. I pull down my comforter, and I just see, like, all these, like, wet bumps all over my bed. I was like, what is that? Like, that's so weird. And then I pull the sheet back dead fish just like everywhere in my bed tons of fish 
what do I hear? Crickets. Crickets in my bed. Crickets loose in my bedroom. And I was so mad. I just started like screaming. And my mom came in. So we had to like throw away all my sheets. Oh, it was a disaster. But I got my karma. So no one can get mad at me for doing it. Just kidding. But yeah, so that was junior high. High school is a blur. I honestly don't remember it very well. I was just really focused on my work during that time. I got my CNA my junior year. So then I just worked from then on as a CNA in an assisted living, Apple Village, which is where I met my best friends now. So it was actually, it was super fun. And we had lots of crazy things happen Um, because we were 17 or I was 17 at the time and they had us be like a med tech. So we were handing out all these crazy medications to these people and we would have to deal with like people passing away. We'd have to do the care for them when they pass away and like talk to family. Um, we, I had a lady fall and kind of like scalp herself. Um, and you're in charge of all that. Like you have to call the ambulance. You have to notify the RN that's on, but after 4 p.m., 5 p.m., there isn't an RN at the assisted living. So as the main med tech, you're in charge of doing everything. So it was like super stressful because you have to pass out meds to 60 residents. Plus you have to take care of any falls. Like if anyone passes away, you have to take care of any problems that happen. So that was super crazy. There was a lot of funny stories though. Like we had lots of plants around everywhere so we had tons of residents that would pee in the plants because they just kind of were confused and thought it was a freaking forest or something so they just would whip it out and pee on our plants and then we had I don't know there's just a lot of poop in assisted livings we had one guy like completely shart on us I don't know it was bad but I feel like I have like a weird connection with old people like I love them so much and every time I see them I just want to like help them because right now I work with babies which I love babies too but I it's so different like in the long run I do think I want to maybe work in hospice or home health just because I do love old people and I know that like home health or like hospice is sometimes younger people but I definitely would only want to work with the older people because it is so peaceful when they pass away. It's not sad. The families are normally happy. It does depend on their beliefs on like what they do. But for the most part, it's kind of like a happy thing. The family doesn't have to stress about them anymore. The person's not suffering. And a lot of the times they have tons of family that's already passed away or a spouse that's passed away. And so it's kind of like a happy thing because you know that they're getting reunited with Okay. Gosh, this bug. Um, just because you know they're getting reunited with their family. Um, so yeah, and then I went off to college at Utah State with my friend. We stayed in the dorms, which was a bad idea because they freaking suck and it feels like you're in jail. But we did have lots of fun and one time we went and picked up a random cat on KSL like a little kitten and you're not allowed to have them in there and my friend we would always joke around because 
I think we didn't think the fire alarm worked in our room. And so one night she like blew our candle out and like held it up to the fire alarm and it didn't go off. So my friends were over and we were like holding the cat or like the kitten kind of like we put it in our backpack to carry it up and then we're like playing with it on the couch and stuff and then I thought it would be funny to blow out the candle to scare my friends to act like the fire alarm was going to go off and so I hold the candle up it goes off and so everyone has to leave the building and so we were like hiding our cat so luckily one of my friends just like left and um took the cat so no one saw it but it was like the cutest little kitten and I think we just gave it to somebody else that really wanted it but yeah we had i think we got two cats maybe two kittens up there so it was really fun and oh i forgot to say in high school i had a pet bunny that lived in our backpack and it sounds like abuse but it wasn't abuse because it was only in our backpack during school and we put a little diaper on it i'll have to post a picture of it because it's so cute but we would just have it wear a diaper and one time it jumped out of my backpack during English English class. It was like running around everywhere and everyone was laughing way hard and my teacher freaked out at me. So I had to take the bunny out to my car or something. And then later that semester I had like I was on the border of having an A but it was 0.02% from an A. So I had an A minus. And I would have got a 4.0 that semester. So I just went in and asked her, I was like, hey, is there anything I can do? She's like, nope, there's nothing you can do. And she's like, turned around. So then I just walked out of class. And then she called my mom and said that I left class. So that was fun. But um, so, yeah, then I went from Utah State. I decided to go on a mission and I went to Uruguay, which was way fun. Kind of trauma- uh, traumatizing, but it was a very good experience. Uh, it was just like way hard to be away from my family and I, no one went on a mission in my family, so, well, my dad did, but I didn't really know the whole process and how it was going to work. I feel like my, like, uh, Kenzie's husband, Brayden, went, but he definitely tricked me a little bit, so I didn't know, like, how strict the schedule was going to be. I would have, like, looking back now, I'm so happy I went. And I wouldn't want to change my mind about going because I learned so much and I met such amazing people. But it is very hard. And I feel like if I was very tempted to come home. So I feel like I just learned to never judge anyone if they come home because it really is so hard trying to learn a new language and feeling very behind in that. The kids make fun of your accent. Like I couldn't speak to them, so they'd make fun of me. And it just, like, completely destroys your confidence. So that was very hard. But I wouldn't change it for the world. And it's, I really like it now because where I work, we have a lot of Hispanics come in. And we do have translators there, but they're not there on the weekends. And then we have iPads that can help translate, but they kind of suck. So it is nice to just communicate the little things with them and just ask them if they need anything, explain kind of how the hospital works, stuff like that. And they're normally really grateful, even though I don't know a lot of medical terms, they're super patient and I don't know, they're a lot nicer. But that is one thing I'm really grateful for, just being able to communicate with them because they're normally so confused. They have no idea what's happening. But yeah, so then... 
Um, I came home from my mission, went to Weber, and as soon as I got home from my mission, this kid I knew came to my homecoming, and we started dating, like, instantly after that, and things were kind of weird. I feel like maybe we'll talk about that in a different episode, but things were just, like, weird with him. A lot of weird stuff happened, and so then I broke up with him. And me and my friend were just kind of bored because that was in 2020. So that's when COVID started to happen. So our schools were both online and we just decided to move to Orem, which is where I met my husband, just through friends and stuff. (laughs) Um, So I met my husband down there and then we kind of did long distance for a little bit while he was down there. And then I moved back up to uh, my parents' house in like Layton. And then I started working in Micaiah's float pool um anyways so then we did long distance which was kind of hard just because we were both super busy and way tired so we'd try and meet in the middle but then one of us would always have to drive further and it was so hard not to fall asleep driving and then when things started to get more serious I definitely was a very bad like girlfriend or friend I guess Because it took me a long time to even want a date. And then he tried really hard. I remember one Christmas I, when I was living in Orem at our house, it was super dark. And I was like, I hate that no one here has Christmas lights on. It's like so dark in my neighborhood. And then the next night I pull up and he put Christmas lights on our house. So he just like did tons of stuff for me, which was way cute. But, and he would like write me notes and he would always ask like, what are we? But I would just ignore it. I was so rude. But luckily he never gave up and then I go on a trip to Vegas with because that's where Kenzie was living and Kenzie was like hey it's Reese's birthday so we're gonna go see this unicorn like pony that dresses up as a unicorn for Reese's birthday up in the mountains do you want to come and I was like oh yeah I'll come so I just had woken up from a nap so I look like a complete disaster and Kenzie's like let's maybe do you want to like wear some of my makeup or like do your hair? And that's pretty normal. Kenzie always, Kenzie's always like wanting to get me ready. So I was like, whatever, sure. So I get ready. I change my outfit and then we start going up there and I'm clueless. Like I have no idea what's happening. Jerem told me he had to work. It was like a Thursday or Friday. So I, I thought he was working and we are like walking up this mountain trail and Kenzie's like, I'm going to, let's go ahead so that I can film Reese coming to the pony because I want to film her reaction. So she had her like camera out and was kind of like recording the walk. And she's like, I think that the place to see it is down this hill. So I like walk down and I look and I see this canopy. I don't even know what it's called, honestly, a gazebo. And it has lights wrapped around it and it has pictures hung up. And I was like, no, Kenzie, that's someone's engagement or something. Like, that is definitely not the pony. Because I could see the pictures are like the couples, kind of. And Kenzie kind of, like, looked at me like I was dumb. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, what is happening? And then I turned back around and Jerem had come out, like, the little corner thing. And he, like, planned this huge thing and proposed to me down there. So it was super fun. He He made the gazebo. And so then we got engaged in Vegas, then we got married, and 
we lived in Salt Lake for a little bit in this cute apartment. But if anyone's from Utah, like the downtown Salt Lake by B Stadium, we lived right there. And right now it's not doing so hot. It's kind of, um, there's lots of like homeless people living down there right now, just super sad. And so it was kind of scary because we would find like needles in our driveway and um, the homeless people would be right next to our cars and stuff. They never broke into them, but, and I'm sure they wouldn't do anything to us. It was just kind of scary to think that they're out there. And I was working night shifts. So sometimes I'd get sent home at like 2 a.m. or a weird time. And it's always scary to walk by those people. Like, just anyone, honestly, it's just scary to walk at night. So then we decided to move into my parents' basement and that's where we currently are right now is living in my parents' basement and it's been way fun. I feel like it's just fun to go upstairs and talk to my mom. I've been doing her eyelashes. I bought a whole eyelash kit and so I've been doing her eyelashes. So like every Every other week, we'll I'll just go up there and we'll just hang out and I'll do her eyelashes. But then it's also really fun because we'll just go to lunch or get our nails done or toes done. So it has been super fun and I'll be really sad when we leave. But I'm also excited to get our own house so that we can kind of move on with our lives. But that's just kind of like the fast version of growing up. There's like a lot of things I don't remember and. I can't remember someone told me, like, you forget the stuff you don't want to remember. So I don't know if that's why. But I feel like looking back at my life, I have a lot of good memories, a lot of fun things that have happened. And I I just feel, like, super happy where, with where I'm at right now in life. I have always wanted to be a nurse. And it's kind of taken me a while to get into nursing school, I feel like. I, it's just taken me a while to do, because since I went on a mission, it put me back a little bit, and so it's nice to almost be done with nursing school, be married, kind of like starting my life, I feel like, so it's been nice, and it is nice to feel completely, I mean, not, I mean, I do feel like completely satisfied with my life, and where it's at, obviously, it'd be nice to have a house, be living on our own, but that is something that is, makes me really happy, is to be living with my mom just because it is so fun to hang out and do stuff together. Um, but yeah, so now we'll just see where life takes us. Um, it's really fun to be kind of like talking about life because it makes you think about all the memories and just like the stuff you kind of forget about every day or the stuff you take for take advantage of. But it, we are really excited to do this podcast, like bring back old memories. And I feel like it's therapy for me, like just to talk about stuff because I am very bad at about talking about my feelings or talking about stuff that's happened. I just like, I don't like to admit that there's problems or I don't like to face those problems in a way. Like I wish my husband, like from what my husband probably thought, he probably thought my family was perfect <laughs> until everything, but he probably thought my family was perfect just because I don't like to just talk about everything that's going bad. I just, I'm like, oh yeah, my family. Like he didn't know so much stuff about my family until honestly, Kenzie mentioned stuff to him when he like came down for my engagement 
and he's like I had no idea about this I was like oh yeah (laughs) sorry but I just don't like to talk about that stuff and so I feel like I hide hid everything and even growing up I remember a lot of neighbors asking me questions about my parents and I just feel like it was a huge secret that we couldn't talk about which I wish I would have just talked to them about it because it made me in a way not like them because I just felt like they were fishing for answers and like didn't care about us only wanted to know the drama but now looking back I'm like oh they probably wanted to help us and we're like trying to find different ways to help us so I feel like also this podcast could be good for people that were just like what is going on with this family even though maybe people didn't see what was going on but people definitely asked a lot of questions and so I don't know. I feel like all around this podcast is good. Helps me get out of my comfort zone. Helps me talk about stuff that I don't really want to talk about. It is hard for me to do like a solo episode because it's kind of nice when Kenzie just takes it away. But it's good for me to talk. And yeah, so hopefully, I don't really know. Like, hopefully things get popping, locking, and dropping. I don't know how to close this bad boy, you know, this is Kenzie's job, but thanks for listening. If you guys listened, I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to like it, comment on it, do some ratings, subscribe to it. Even though, you guys want to know something? Kenzie has kept the picture on Apple Music, her because she has to be oh no here she comes she has to if be the main can, oh no get out of here <laughs> if anyone can help me i don't know how to change it i even like watched a youtube video and stuff i don't know how to change it on apple i thought no, it would just kidding. change itself um no yeah i'm just kidding but yeah but thanks for listening we love you guys we're gonna do um a tour coming on <laughs> just kidding a tour <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like a tour we're gonna do a house? tour oh, like in a t- my trailer that i'm fixing up <laughs> Come see us in the parking lot. Come see us at Club Chef. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Club Chef. But yeah, thanks for listening. Go ahead and subscribe. Like, comment on Apple and Spotify. See, Kenzie's got to chime in. And follow us on It's Okay Sweetheart. Dot podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And feel free to send us ideas on what you guys want to hear. And thanks. Okay, gross. (laughs) Can we edit that out? No, not. Just don't do gross things. Okay. And thanks for listening to... It's okay, sweetheart. <laughs> Kiva. Okay, and thanks for listening too. It's, it's okay, okay, sweetheart. sweetheart. Love ya. Love ya.